So as Christians, we know that we've been called to a life of service, right? After all, Jesus came not to be served, but to serve. And he said, if anyone should be first, he must be last of all and servant of all. And he set the example by washing the feet of the disciples and telling them to do the same. You can't read very far into the New Testament without reading about the importance of serving one another. Actually, just 20 chapters into the first book, Matthew 20. But whoever would be the greatest among you must be your servant. So we know we're supposed to serve one another, but are we doing it? So here's my question. Is it your heart to serve people? No, actually, here's a better question. What if the answer to your prayers, the very thing that you're seeking, are directly connected to you serving someone or serving somewhere? Hmm. Join me for a few minutes. Let's talk about that. So the big question is this. What does it mean to be a king in God's kingdom? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. I'm Mitch Edland, lifelong entrepreneur, Christian business leader, and kingdom advancer. And I'm here to speak to the king that's inside of you. Each episode, you'll be posed with thought-provoking questions, open discussion, and occasionally special guests. All designed to take your thinking, believing, and life to a higher level. Your journey begins right here on the Awaken the King podcast. It's time to wake up, King. I'm sure for most of us, we don't remember when exactly we were first taught to serve people. And for some of you, maybe you were never taught. Maybe you were taught to be kind to someone, but serving someone, well, that's another level. You may have had an example in your family or maybe a relative that was always that person that was serving everyone else. Like a family get-togethers, there's always some in the group that just naturally serve the others. And then there's those that are perfectly happy to be the ones being served, but don't seem to have any thoughts towards serving anyone else. I think serving for some of us just comes naturally. It's who we are. But for others, they have to become intentional about it. They have to force themselves to think that way. And I understand that, and God understands that. He not only gave us our gifts, talents, and abilities, but also gave us our natural tendencies. Some things are just natural for us, and other things aren't. And I believe you will really excel in the areas that you're just naturally gifted in. And we have to work a little harder in those areas that we aren't, especially if it's an area that's important to God. And clearly, serving is something that is important to God. We show love to one another through our service. The love of God is revealed to people through our service. And if advancing God's kingdom is important to you, if serving God is important to you, you must serve others. I'm sure you want to serve people. So what does that service look like? Well, like with most everything, when it comes to serving God, it's a condition of the heart. And Proverbs says, out of our heart flow the issues of life. So here's another question. Now, be honest here. When you meet someone for the first time, is it your thought, what can I do for this person? Or is it, what can this person do for me? I sincerely hope that it's the former. But if not, I'm hoping that after this episode, you'll have a different thought process about serving. And you'll look for ways to serve. And here's what I believe about you if you're listening to this podcast. You have a success mindset. You have or are developing a kingdom mindset. You strive to be your best. You strive to keep moving forward and hope to avoid things that cause you to take steps backwards. You want to make a difference in life. You want to win. And you want to make a difference for God here on earth. So that being the case, you have to get it deep down in your spirit what Jesus said. If any one of you should be first, he must be last of all and servant to all. If you're going to be great, if you're called to do great things, 
if God is going to use you in a huge way, and I believe he is, you have to get great at serving other people. You need to always be thinking about how you can serve someone. It needs to become natural to you if it isn't already. Now, let's go back to my original question. What if the answer to your prayers, the very things you're seeking, are directly connected to you serving someone or serving somewhere? Doesn't it just make sense that God would use something like that that is so important to him in order to bring us our blessings? Now, I'm not going to go so far as to say that if you're not willing to serve, that God won't bless you because God will bless who he wants to bless. But I am saying that you will never see the full blessing and dreams that God has for you in your life. You can't not do something that Jesus told us to do. That's a foundation for how we're supposed to act as Christians and expect to live a blessed and favored life with everything that God has intended for you. Serving God, serving others, serving our community, and serving our church is what we're called to do. Here's a great Bible story about someone who served. And through that serving, she became highly blessed and went on to live a wonderful life. It's the story of Ruth and Naomi from the book of Ruth. There was a severe famine in the land, and a man from Bethlehem in Judah named Elimelech took his wife Naomi and their two sons and moved to Moab. There, Elimelech dies, and so Naomi's two sons take care of her, and eventually they marry two Moabite women, Orpah and Ruth. About 10 years later, both sons died, leaving all three women with no way to take care of themselves. And this area was still in a drought. Then Naomi heard that God had blessed Judah again, and they were having good crops once again. So Naomi and her two daughters-in-law decided to go back to Naomi's home country, back to Bethlehem. But along the way, just after starting the journey, Naomi told them to go back to their mother's home and find a new man to marry that will take care of them. And that's what Orpah did. But Ruth stayed with Naomi. She made a decision to not just stay with Naomi, but to serve her. Here's what she said. Where you go, I'll go. Where you live, I'll live. Your people will be my people and your God will be my God. Where you die, I'll die. And there I'll be buried. May the Lord punish me severely if I allow anything but death to separate us. That's a pretty strong commitment to serve somebody, don't you think? So when the women get to Bethlehem, it's harvest time and the harvesters are out in the field. Now, it was customary at that time to allow widows and the hungry to pick up small amounts of kernels that had fallen on the ground that had been left behind by the harvesters. This was called gleaning. So in order to feed them, Ruth went into the fields to glean. It just so happened that the field that she was in belonged to a rich man named Boaz. And Boaz was a relative of Elimelech, who was Ruth's father-in-law. When Boaz saw her in the field, he asked who she was. And finding out that she had moved back to Bethlehem with Naomi and was taking care of Naomi, he told the harvesters to drop extra kernels on the ground for Ruth to pick up. And he told all the workers to be good to her and not to harm her in any way. Now, the rest of the story. Boaz ends up marrying Ruth, and Ruth becomes a wealthy woman. Then, Ruth and Boaz have a baby. Their son, Obed, becomes the father of Jesse, who's the father of King David. And through this lineage, Jesus is born. Wow. So, just to recap, we have a Moabite woman. And by the way, Moabites were detested by the Jews because they not only worship false gods, but they actually sacrificed children to their false gods. So, now we have a Moabite woman who loves her mother-in-law, Naomi, who is a God-serving Jew, 
and makes a decision to leave her people in order to serve Naomi. And in the process of serving her, she meets and marries Boaz, becomes wealthy, has a son, and becomes part of the family lineage of Jesus. So what do you suppose would have happened had Ruth decided to turn back home like Orpah did and not stay with Naomi and serve her? Do you think the Bible would have ever mentioned her? Now, we don't know what happened to Orpah, but I'm pretty sure that she didn't have a fairy tale happily ever after ending life like Ruth had. What could the story have looked like for Orpah had she stayed and served Naomi? So now after hearing this story, let me re-ask the original question of this episode. What if the answers to your prayers, the very things that you're seeking, are directly connected to who you're serving or where you're serving? I hope you see how big of a role serving people plays in our lives. I can't tell you how many times I've met someone that has become a close friend or someone I've done business with or become a business associate with, all due to the fact that we were serving together somewhere. So what if? What if the very person that God has planned for you to meet, the person that is the new alignment that will introduce you to your next level, the person that is the key to everything that you've been waiting for your whole life will show up at the very place and time you decide to serve someone. It may be at work. It may be at church. It may be a civic event. It may be a charity. If you've had it on your heart to serve somewhere and you just haven't pulled the trigger yet, I highly recommend you do it. That may be God putting that on your heart to serve in that specific area because he has someone for you to meet there. That's how God works. So I encourage you to serve and keep serving until you create a heart for serving if you don't have it already. Having a heart to serve sets you apart from the crowd. Leaders are always looking for and paying attention to other people who serve. If you want to know the fastest way to get noticed in any situation is to serve someone. Because serving someone is actually honoring them. And the person that honors is the person that receives honor. Do you want to be respected? Be a servant. Do you want to have rich relationships? Be a servant. Do you want to be great? And I hope you do. Be a servant. But ultimately, do you want everything God has planned for you? Do you want God's awesome dream for your life to come to fruition? Do you want to hear God say to you on Judgment Day, well done, good and faithful servant. Let's be a servant. It's been an honor for me to share with you today, and I'm so glad that you've chosen to listen. I pray that what you've heard on this podcast so resonates with you that it changes how you think about your calling in God's kingdom. I believe God will bless you, elevate you, increase your territory and measure rule, and fill your life with blessings, joy, and abundance so we can advance God's kingdom together.